You are listening to the Minding Mind podcast, where we live life with ease, connection, and permission to just be. I'm your host, Evelyn Lavasser, and welcome back to another episode. Today's topic of conversation is feeling out of control around certain foods, and I cannot wait for you to hear more. Let's get into this. So holidays are coming up, and yes, we're super excited to spend time with family, Maybe some people aren't so excited to spend time with family, but I am. I'm excited. Holidays also really tend to be centered around food. They tend to be centered around people pushing you to eat certain things or try new things, whatever. And I think they're also really centered around us giving ourselves permission to just go all out, right? We say, well, it's Thanksgiving, so I'm just going to eat whatever I want however much I want. And I can just either start over on Monday or just eat clean next week, right? Same thing happens for Christmas, right? Same things happens when you go on vacation. And if you really like dial down and pay attention, it's not the holiday that's making you eat that way. It's your restriction. It's your idea that I shouldn't eat like that all the time. So I have to just go bananas right now and then kind of not let myself do it again until I do it again, right? So really what you're doing is creating this cycle of restricting and then binging. Where does that even come from, right? The fact is that we're born, we know what we want. Any infant, I don't care if they're bottle feeding or breastfeeding, will start drinking. When they're done, they turn their face. Even a brand new baby will turn their face or use their tongue to remove the bottle or breast, whatever they're being fed. They're done. They want to be done. It's later when adults start taking over and telling us when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat, do we then become disconnected with what our body actually needs, what it actually feels to feel comfortable. If you really think about it, you're recognizing at this point two types of hunger, starving or stuffed you no longer recognize what it feels like to be satisfied. And that's not about self-control. That's not about food relationship necessarily. That's about disconnect. Like you are disconnected from what your body is telling you. The good thing is, is that's not lost. So if we want to start looking at why we feel out of control around certain foods, we have to start asking ourselves, where did it start? Where did that come from? And part of it is that we have so many labels of food being either good or bad, right? So you take that on as if I eat this, I am good. If I eat that, I am bad. I did bad. I ate bad, whatever label you throw on yourself. But the truth is, guys, if you're really focusing on how you want to feel, how you want to be able to function, how you want to show up in your life, then what you're looking for, like most of us are looking for, is to feel comfortable, to feel energized, to feel light, not bloated, right? Therefore, we should feed our bodies in a way that make us feel those things. But that also doesn't remove the idea that things like, I don't know, chocolate cake and ice cream and pizza, they're delicious. You like those foods because they're delicious, not because there's something fundamentally wrong with you, not because you lack self-control, not because you lack discipline. 
you love them because they're delicious. But also there's the part of you that has to recognize I can love this thing and know it's not going to give me the feelings I'm chasing. Like I could eat chocolate cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Great. Am I going to have energy? Am I going to feel that lightness that I want to feel? Am I going to feel comfortable? Like, no, it's delicious, right? But also I'm going to feel a little lethargic. I'm going to feel like my energy is definitely lacking and I'm not going to feel that lightness. I'm going to feel bloated. I'm going to be a little bit uncomfortable. So there is this big disconnect between what it is we want to feel and how we actually get there, right? You think the way to get there is to not eat the things, to not eat the things that you think are delicious. But the reality is to get there, you have to let yourself have the things that you think are delicious or you're forever going to feel restricted. The problem is when you restrict, restriction meaning I'm not allowed to have this. I can't have this because I can't control myself. I'm not buying it or allowing it in the house. Those are restrictions. You're telling yourself, I cannot. Restriction always, not sometimes, always leads to binging. Let's say that you tell yourself, I cannot have chocolate cake. I'm not having chocolate cake anymore at all. You know, (laughs) you know that the first thing you're thinking about is chocolate freaking cake. And you know that even when you see chocolate cake, I don't know, in some restaurant, that doesn't even look as good as you want it to taste. It comes, it looks more attractive to you all of a sudden. It seems more appetizing than it actually is. And you know this is true because I'm going to give you this example and you're all going to say, you're right, you're right. If you've ever been like dieting and told yourself I can't have the thing, right? I'm going to give an example of French fries. I've had times in my life where I was restricting the hell out of myself. I mean, eating just you know, lean meat, fruit and veggies. And when I finally let my help myself have fries, French, you know, French fries are delicious. Side note, it's got to be like fresh because once they cool off, gross. But I went to this restaurant and I had some fries. They weren't even good. Okay. They were like lukewarm, barely any salt. They weren't even good. And I ate them. I ate them because I said to myself, I'm not letting myself have this again. So I got to eat them now, right? Because when am I going to get the chance again? So the point is my restriction caused me to consume something I didn't even enjoy. Okay. I didn't even enjoy it. So the restriction plays a mental game on you and your mental game then takes charge of your thoughts and your actions afterward. So When you say things like, I can't keep things in the house, what you're saying out loud is, I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself to not eat this all right now, today, right? And I don't like the outcome, the physical outcome. So I'm going to tell you, my downfall used to be Oreos. And let me tell you something. My husband and I, Armin, my husband and I used to, like on a Friday night, Pop open a bottle of wine or two. And our thing used to be to watch Scandal, by the way. That's what we watched on like Friday from the recordings. So we would like pop open the wine, take out the Oreos. And even though I took them out and I said, oh, it's Friday. I'm giving myself permission to have these today, right? Because I didn't have them all week. The Oreos would be gone. 
gone, gone, gone. And I mean, fast. And the truth is, I don't even remember eating them. I certainly did not enjoy them because I did it so quickly. Like, let me eat another one and I'm going to eat another one and I'm going to eat another one. Not because I really liked them. The story in my mind was I'm going to eat these and I'm going to get them all out of the way so that I can get them out of the house and start over. Now I can eat an Oreo, right? Oreos are delicious. I can eat an Oreo, but the way I eat it is completely different. I will put that cookie in my mouth. I will first taste how it crunches, right? And then as I'm chewing it, I'm going to recognize that, oh, it went from crunchy to it started to get a little softer. The creamy centers coming through and I can actually feel the sugar crystals on my tongue and in my teeth. As I'm chewing, it's kind of mixing together. And now it's actually cookies and cream all together. I am connecting, intentionally connecting the food that I love with an experience of joy and pleasure. I'm connecting pleasure with the food instead of shame and guilt, right? So when I enjoy the thing and I actually had pleasure from that meal, guess what? Not necessarily a meal, the cookie. I could eat another one the same way and move on because now it just felt good. Now I ate it because it was delicious. Now it has nothing to do with me telling myself a horrible story of being out of control. I ate it because I was it was good. I enjoyed it because it has ingredients that I love. Hello, chocolate. And it doesn't say anything about me, right? So when you feel out of control around certain foods, it's more than likely that you've been telling yourself a story about this food. It's bad for me. It's going to make me gain weight. All the things that you've told yourself, right? And then, you know, then the, the things you tell yourself about being heavy. Like, what does it mean about you if you gained weight? Let me tell you something. It literally means nothing. Like, you know, if, if you're focusing on what society says you're supposed to look like or what maybe your family or your auntie or somebody else said you're supposed to look like, that's different. But I know my heart and I know my impact. And I know that if I were 10 pounds heavier or 10 pounds lighter, I'm not going to love myself any less because I finally see who I am, not what I look like. That's the difference, right? But I want you to think a little bit about the story part of it, because our bodies are incredibly functioning machines, truly. And our brain, our brain is constantly working to protect us, to make us feel comfort, to help us. The thing is with stories, if you're telling yourself something negative, your brain kicks into overdrive to prove it to you. So if you say to yourself, I have no self-control, guess what? Your brain is now searching for all the clues that prove that. Yeah, remember the time that you ate like this and you were sick all night? Yeah, remember that time that you drank like crazy and they were throwing up all night long? Your brain is literally going to force all the memories to flood through because it wants to prove that you're right. Here's the thing. When you change that perspective and you tell yourself positive things, your brain wants to prove that too, right? So if I tell myself, I don't have to keep food out of my house, I'm learning to trust myself. 
right? So it's totally different. Now my brain is going to try to search for proof that I can be trusted. And the truth is I can be trusted, y'all. I wake up. I take care of myself. I take care of my kids. I take care of my house. I have a great relationship with my husband. I show up. I am consistent. I am loyal. I am loving. All of those things prove I'm worthy of trust, right? So when I speak the words out loud, I'm allowing myself to bring this food in my house. I'm learning to trust myself differently. My brain will continuously work to prove that to myself over and over and over again. That's how you take your thoughts and help your brain create your reality for you. You get to change the story in your mind. You get to change your actions. You get to change your beliefs and you get to change your reality, right? If you're telling yourself I'm out of control, then you are. If you're telling yourself I have no discipline, then you don't. If you're telling yourself, I'll never be healthy, guess what? You won't. Because everything you tell yourself, your body and brain aim to prove. So that's why your words are so important. That's why your words are so powerful. When you speak negative words into your life, you create negative realities. When you speak positive words into your life, you slowly but surely start to believe that it's true and you start to take action toward that positivity, right? Your words are so incredibly powerful. And I also know that, this is my last point here, when you're talking about feeling out of control around food, it's really because there's a part of you that feels like if you just didn't like certain foods, if you just didn't like sweets, for example, then you could just be healthier. And really now I recognize that when people say, I just want to be healthy, what they mean is I just want to be skinny. And let's just acknowledge the fact that not every thin person is healthy and not every larger bodied person is unhealthy, right? There are correlations, but there's no like direct connection. Losing a ton of weight is not going to guarantee you health all around. And it certainly is not going to guarantee you happiness because I know people who have lost a significant amount of weight dieting and exercising and doing all the things, but they are just a smaller version of their unhappy selves because they focused all their time and energy into the outside and they didn't do anything to get to the root of the weight gain to begin with, right? So I understand that need to feel like, I just want to be healthy. I just want to be thinner. Like, but go deeper. Like, stop looking at the superficial outside answers and start asking better questions. What what do you want to feel for real? What do you want to feel for you? Not what do you want other people to think of you? Like, yeah, somebody can say, great job. You lost some weight, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why we compliment that, but that's for a different podcast episode, I guess. When you say, I want to be healthy, when you say, I want to feel in control around food, ask yourself better questions. What do I want to feel for me? What am I chasing? What am I looking for that I could probably already give myself? What is it that I'm missing? If I'm looking to just lose weight, great. Ask yourself, if I hit my goal tomorrow, what would be different? Not about my size, 
but about how I feel. What would be different? What am I really looking for? So I just want you to remember feeling out of control around food is not really about the food. It's about the relationship with the food. It's about the story that you told yourself about who you are because of the food. It's the fact that you assign character traits to yourself. You define yourself by the way you eat, by the way you look, by the way you think you're supposed to look, by the way you think you're supposed to eat. But none of those things are your reality. When you wanna feel a certain way, the very first step is to recognize that you can feel that when you're ready to feel it, not when you lose weight. When you recognize that body change, just like any life change, is an inside job, right? You start to think, know, believe that you are worthy of making decisions that benefit you more, then your actions line up with that belief even more. If I say to myself, I am worthy of the time and energy that it takes to be healthy. I deserve to live my life comfortable and with ease. I want to look at myself and love everything about me. I love everything about me, right? My, my mind will automatically start affirming those beliefs. So the work, the work is always going to be inside. Every single thought, belief, action, and habit that you have is rooted in who you think you are. The work is inside. When you can recognize who you are, you'll start to see the actions, the beliefs, the thoughts, the entire identity shift more into being who you want to be rather than who you used to think you are or who other people told you you are. Inside work will lead to outside change. And that's the message. You are not out of control. You are not lacking discipline. You are not lacking motivation. You are on a journey of figuring out what you want for yourself, of figuring out what feels good for you, of figuring out how to make a new relationship with food that's rooted in a better relationship with yourself. The holidays don't have to feel like you're out of control. The one thing I want you to remember is this. At this part of the journey, in the very beginning, when you're trying to get yourself together and trying to figure out what works for you, how you eat is way more important than what you eat. What I mean by that is eat with presence, enjoy the experience, right? Connect to taste, texture, flavor, make a connection that's rooted in pleasure and it will change the way that you eat. You don't have to remove chocolate from your diet. I don't know why you would do that to yourself. Chocolate is delicious. Chocolate is bang, okay? You don't have to remove things from your diet when you're eating from a place of pleasure. I enjoy everything that I eat. And if I don't enjoy it, I don't eat it. The only things I'm putting in my body are things that I want there. Does that make sense? Next Tuesday, November 21st, November 21st, I am hosting a workshop, How to Break Up with the Holiday Binge, and I would love for you to join me there. We're going to talk all about daily nutritional commitments, how to stop the deprivation and indulgence cycle, and what mindfulness looks like, what it looks like to actually sit down, eat to comfort, and recognize it, 
and then be able to continue to make choices that fuel you both mentally and physically. So Tuesday, the link will be in the show notes. Join me. And until then, thank you for joining me for another episode of Minding Mine. If this episode resonated with you, remember to comment, like, subscribe, share. Your feedback means the world to me. And until next time, I want you to go out and live life on your terms and go mind your business. We'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.